Most of us walk in the physical world 70% of the time and in the spiritual world only 30%. This is not how we should be living our lives. Ideally, you'll want to shift that walk the other way. This is To Win Within with Strong Thomason. If you're trying to really live your life instead of just going through the motions, you've come to the exact right place. Now, here's your host, Strom Thomason. Good afternoon. We're continuing our journey. Tin is, uh, is back. He's like a co-host, not even a guest anymore. Uh, totally enjoying this ride that we're on uh, of sharing you know, ideas, having things, being able to bounce stuff off. It feels much more fresh to me than, than, uh, when I was just putting information out there. Uh, I like the, the energy scope in which we're translating some of the information that we have, uh, been privy to and that we stay in practice of. Um, and Tan's going to tell you a little bit kind of, uh, a little bit of information about his journey and his discovery. It's fascinating to me. You know, I've been privy to it and uh, we're very close. And so we've shared a lot of stories and I really wanted to give him a chance and give those out there a chance to connect uh, through his story, you know, through his journey. And so, uh, Tin, welcome. How are you doing today, brother? I'm feeling really, really great. Uh, nice. just really fantastic, um, results in what you had said before, what we practice. Um, and I'm very fortunate. I have an amazing group of people around me and the, um, uh, energy that each one of us share is, um, infectious. And I'm just happy to be here to share it with you and yeah. everybody else Right on. that's listening and tuning in. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's about making great choices and sharing those with, with others. It's, it's putting yourself in that place, having the awareness of where you want to go and, and getting into that flow of, of spirit and sharing that with others and getting into their flow. It's, it's, it's extraordinary. It's such a deeper life and more recognizable to see all the things that are, that are all around you most of the time that we get distracted you know, the world and different things distract us from from really seeing what's going on around us through fears and anxieties or, you know, I have to do this or that. And you start to realize that you have much more of a choice in life uh, in the direction that you go and what your journey looks like, how you observe it. Indeed, indeed. You know, we are all on a journey. And when you and I met, you had the strength and the awareness within yourself to see another individual that also is in common of practice and in common of seeing life the same way. And, and that's where you and I connected. And uh, I um, am so happy to have somebody like you as a friend, as a colleague, as a creative um, uh, practitioner. And I think that's the thing that we appreciated about each other when we met each other. I was doing the showcase in Austin during South by Southwest, and you saw this creative energy. And that's the, uh, underneath it all is that we are all creating. 
And right. when we translate that into the means of creating a life that is driven from the foundation of being that what you are inside your heart and soul. And so we have, as creative individuals, you and I have creative, uh, creators, uh, creative um, um, uh, directors, we honed and realized that we have this common ground and uh, you, you being open and, and, and the dynamic of connecting, we've had an amazing uh, sharing and growth and influencing and enriching each other's lives. And so thank you for, uh, you know, inviting me to your show, which is, and, and welcoming me as, as this scope of, of, uh, of reflection and, 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 uh, um, collaborated with you and sharing, um, my story. And it, it, you said it where it was, um, um, being able to, I think you said, uh, uh, compare or, um, uh, uh, um, uh, be open to new information and learning. And that I would say is the core of what I would pull out in m- my journey. And it started right. back in Thailand and in the previous uh, episodes we talked about, I would mention my mother being Thai and I was born in Thailand. Right. right. <laughs> and uh, uh, that, that is contrast to my first five years of my life. I spoke Thai. I didn't even know that I spoke Thai. I just spoke. <laughs> I communicated. Right. <laughs> and then uh, my life changed to where I all of a sudden uh, was in the uh, uh, United States or I um, had an Americana shift in my reality. My mother remarried yeah. and my father was an Air Force um, uh, officer. And going from a child that lived in third world conditions where my mom was even at home, this was a very, very stark reality change for me. And, and that lesson is contrast. Right. And so what, that's what you said. You, you're like, hey, compare. And that's what contrast is. And in our culture, the term, oh, don't compare, or compare is an, so we get lost in those type of words. But there is by nature the yin and yang and there is contrast. There is a uh, element of sharing information. That's what happens. And you, as you said, you are open to this information and collaboration and that's what grows. And if you're able to reach beyond that of yourself and be open to contrast, it's nothing more than just saying, put the two together and compare well, and see. Yeah, you're, so I you're, came over you're, to the United States <clears throat> and I, I was able to compare language. And I was, you know, there were words in Thai that are not words in English. And so there's a different type of realization and contrast to a situation. Wow. You know, you learn those things. I was, able, I was privy to have this accelerated depth of learning at such a young age and, and, and cultivated this ability to be creative. Because that's it. You know, I, you don't have to, oh, well, you know, I didn't get the opportunity, you know, to do that 10 when I was five years old, like you did. Or, you know, you heard it before, Strom, where, oh, I didn't have that opportunity like you, Strom. You just, right. you were just born to be able to lift big things. You know, that's right. not the case. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, kind of the, kind of the, 
as I was coming into this and as I was realizing it, I, I kind of knew it at a young age that all the things that, that people made important, you know, differences, it didn't matter from skin color or what language you spoke or what neighborhood you lived in. I started to really like process and understand, oh my gosh, there really isn't that much differences because I could speak to somebody and they could be open and kind and their, their interesting viewpoints and the, and the way that they saw life or what they had been surrounded by and what their life looked like was fascinating to me. I never had the, the, the want to think of one as being better than the other. I was always fascinated by how they came to be who they are and what they thought and how they believed. And the more I shared my life with yes. different interesting people, because I grew up in South Florida, so I was around a lot of nationalities, I started seeing that it's really about the spirit inside this house that, that, that holds our spirit. It's about that. And you can connect with anybody. Being open and kind and generous and not trying to define somebody by things that other people told you they were going by experience alone really changes that. And your experience, I had to be a tremendous culture shock to, to go to, from Thailand, which I've never been to Thailand, so I don't know that much about it. But when you say third world country, I think about a slower pace. And, you know, you think about it, the United States, it's like cutting edge and everything's going 100 miles an hour and people are not as quite rooted in the nature and and the, the slow pace well, at which life can and, and Thailand is very much more advanced now. Uh, Thailand is now, it's no longer considered third world. I was born in 1972. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the same year Enter the Dragon was released. Nice. Uh, FYI, just for cultural <laughs> reference, the date index. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just love that fact of what is. I, I do uh, like I believe that. I'm correct in that. I believe I'm correct in that. So I don't know if I come back, but it's about the same era. Anyway, let me continue. I don't want to digress here. But I love what you said in the fact that when you meet people and in, in, in the dynamic of contrast and culture shock, what I was what is immediately able to be presented in value knowledge for anybody that's listening is the ability to understand depth of experience. So let me share with you, right? Now, when I came to America, when I was, I was my sister was born in uh, Lompoc, California, which is near Santa Maria, um, just north of, of LA, about an hour and a half, right? Um, near San Luis Obispo. So um, my, my, <clears throat> um, uh, Time when, when I was a child, a youth in, in the United States, coming to America, talk about culture shock. Um, they, uh, p- people that would meet me that had never been to Thailand uh, would um, have, and we talked about this earlier, say, oh, okay, yo, so you're Taiwanese. No, they know yeah. I'm not Taiwanese. <laughs> but in their mind, you know, of the level of knowledge that they had, it showed me a lot. Showed me a lot. Well, well, th- this person has not gone over here to Thailand to right. know that there's a distinction between Thailand and Taiwan that we are not Taiwanese. So there's, there's this immediate contrast that if you don't know, then you don't know. And if you've never experienced that, then you don't have a knowledge base that you just, 
I just learned that at a really young age of five years old. <laughs> and, and there's this power, and I've said this before in our previous um, show, that the power of knowing and the meditation and what knowing is. And there's just like I, I knew that, hey, it, it is Thai land, and we are Thai. I know this. And you, we spoke about this earlier. You, somebody said to you, oh, your buddy Ten. Oh, that's from Thailand. Oh, he's Taiwanese. And you know in the infinite uh, intelligence that resides in you and all of us, you're like, no, that's not right. Even though we never, ever even had that clarity, you knew that. It just so didn't ring true to me. It didn't ring true. I, just, I don't know what it was. It right? just, I never heard you say and, that. And, and I thought that can't be, that can't be it. That, 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 it has to be something different. I didn't know whether or not I even yeah. asked you. So there's, there, in that space, there's this feeling. And that, that's what's important right. here. I want, I want everybody to be able to really understand that. There's this frequency that tunes in when you're in that space. And I want everybody to be able to just sit in that wherever you are. In that space where you have this knowing thing, that will be carrying with you this power, this muscle, this understanding, this language, and, and it will start cultivating. So fortunately, like I said, I had this type of experience with this space of knowing, right? And feeling other people that within, without the doubt, you know, in their mind, hey, you're Taiwanese, you know, and that's not the case. And so anyway, my, my point is that the uh, ability to have that contrast gives you this opening to knowing. A, 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 a you, you said a something in reference knowing. to a muscle. You know, you were talking yes. about that knowing and being in that space and that, that energetic, you know, movement that happens inside you, that knowing. I... I, I I relate to the fact that you said it was like a muscle because it really is something that you can work on. You can become a better tuning fork. You can become you, you can you can start to trust in those feelings. You can see that when you have those moments, people will call them intuition. You know, um, Einstein said that the greatest gift of all gifts is intuition, that that it is just driven so much um, by the quality of life that you have. And a lot of times, we doubt that or, or our mind tells us it's, it's not really important. If it's ever been wrong once, we like, you know, oh, it doesn't work. And you can, you can develop that as you become more open, as you become less judgmental about your own perspective and try to be open, that tuning fork gets stronger. You you start to be able to, just like the, the foods that you eat, we talked about that last week, about your body knows what's good for it and what's not good for it once it gets cleansed of all of the of the toxins that we put in it. So it's the same thing with your spirit that, you know, as as it gets stronger, you become more in tune and there is a knowing. It's just known to you. It's a truth. And when you hear it, it rings that way. You know, we're coming up we're coming up on a break here in about two minutes, but you know, Tim, I I love the fact that you practice that and that you draw things into your life. You, you have these thoughts or mental pictures and you put it with the spiritual and it's like you, you know it's coming. You can, you can bring it, draw it into your life with that force. And um, 
you know, that's what we're that's what we're talking about here, that that understanding and that knowing and being able to strengthen it. That is walking in the spirit. That's that's walking the walk and talking, talking the talk and walking the walk. That, that that's essentially where we're coming from when we're talking about this is being on both sides of the the the, the mm-hmm. human experience plus knowing that you're a spirit having this experience and how you can have the greatest experience in this dynamic. I I know that everybody has experienced what we're talking about and I'm sharing this what everybody is able and has within them. I am and I believe what I'm able to do in you know my background I finished college in Texas uh, at UTSA in San Antonio, and then I did my postgraduate in Austin. And um, as as you know, that's where we met and continued my um, my professional um, uh, life uh, based out of Austin. But my before I digress, that was just kind of like a a quick um, compass and um, um, broad scope of me. I in in, in that. A contrast, it allowed me to use that as a fundamental toolkit. And so I, when we come back from break, I will expand on that and then those other aspects of what allowed my journey to continue this way and, and us, you and I, be, uh, had connected on that um, creative um, uh, journey and, and, and uh, um, um, you know, uplift um, uh, engines that we both participate in. Yeah, it's amazing how when you have that positive energy, when you're on that path, you draw other people that are of like mind. They're kind of like magnets that are on the right side. The poles are pulling one another in instead of repelling one another. And I think that comes from the frequency that you're in. If it's a positive one or a negative one, you're going to attract that. And when we get back from the break, we're going to continue more uh, with – with just great information and great stories and great things to learn from and to, to experience. So we'll see you after the commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to live the life of inner peace that you deserve. Tune in every week for Sacred Exploration with host Lisa Tremont Oda. You can discover the you that has been kept hidden all this time. Show off your personal gifts to the world. Lisa and her guests will combine health and spirituality to bring you the experience that you've been waiting for. You'll enjoy this journey every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's sure to be a nourishing experience. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? 
What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Who are you, really? Are you the person you want to be or are you the person that others want you to be? Think about that. We don't always recognize our gifts and potential because we stick to old methods of being and do what others in our lives tell us. It's time to break through. Listen for Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. Each program connects you back to whom you were meant to be every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to to win within to reach strom thomason or his guests today please call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to stromsworld at yahoo.com now back to this week's show All right, we're back. And um, I kind of wanted to share something that um, an experience that I had with Tin that um, goes along a lot, a lot of the lines that we're talking about. And there was a South Central project that uh, that Tin was associated with and kind of me seeing it and kind of the story behind that uh, as an interesting one. For me, and I, I think it has a good lesson in it, but I, I want tend to tell you a little bit more about what he had created, and then I'll kind of come in with how I experienced it and and uh, what it ended up being for me uh, as, as something. So, Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, continue on with what's... Uh, What's happened so far? You were you were graduating from college, and then and then what happened after that? So I I, I um so, so real quick uh, South Central. I, I want to make sure there's a um, complete thought to that. I want to share that sure. South Central was a social impact project that in LA that I spearheaded uh, with a team of professionals, and we took a unused. Um, uh, building unused space and cultivated a sustainable art um, community that created impact. We did beautiful um, community gardens. We beautified the neighborhood through um, cleanups, and we cultivated economic impact by creating a usable uh, venue space, whether it be for theater, for churches, for uh, producers. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And in that, I was also able to teach and share to businesses and to organizations and community leaders the process of 
community collaboration and executive, uh, uh, creative, uh, executive, um, peak performance, right? So I, that's where you, you and I met in one of the projects, Strum. And so, um, I got there because I had a background in taking, uh, uh, companies, uh, corporations and using the internet in the means to, uh, take their product or services and creating a community around it digitally online. And so I, well, that's where I was living in Austin. And so, you know, you've been to my condo in Austin that, that, that I had at the time. And I, yeah, I, I had, a, you know, a 10 year plus career as a, uh, digital, uh, internet strategist and traveled around the world, had a condo in Austin. I, I lived that life of the internet, um, business that is promised. You know, you get an internet business and then you're able to travel around the world, live on beaches. I did that. And I saw that I was able and I should have a expanded purpose and a creative calling to use my skills in what I was doing digitally online, uh, offline. And so, um, you know, fortunately that you know, I was able to have a, a creative outlet from the corporate world because I was able to uh, um, use uh, video and animation and the whole storytelling to a corporate sector that needed to acquire or create a digital community. And so Spirit guided me. And as a creative person, it, it, it just says, hey, man, you need a new canvas. Hey, man, you need a new uh, palette. You know, you need a new marble to chisel Expand your Expand projects. Yeah, Absolutely. And so, and so this, you know, journey came into, uh, this, uh, expression of social impact. And so a little bit about me on an academic level, I graduated, as I said before, in Texas, uh, the University of Texas in San Antonio with a degree in public health and a, uh, degree in nonprofit management. And, um, I, I wrote the, um, I, I wrote a, um, academic um, health program um, in in San Antonio for a junior college. I um, got my uh, I did my post studies in uh, business science and executive leadership in Austin, Texas. So I come from a very uh, system and business solutions and uh, um, uh, health paradigm approach. And so my passion was going back to this. Uh, approach of community service and in essential the in 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 basic um, essential components the cornerstone of public health is epidemiology and that's the, the science of disease and the internet operates the same way as virus disease so people wanted things to go viral on the internet and in college, I was reverse engineering how a virus infected this Colombian village or, you know, right. a town in Mozambique. And so that was juxtaposed. That was contrast. And so I just laid that logic of bi biology to digital. And that became a 10 plus career and I killed it. And I had knowing this method and this formula, how communities form. And I said, I could do this offline. Because the, the, the digital online is nothing more than the blueprint of the re real. Right. And the, the biological is no more than the m m micro of the macro. 
And so, you know, I had an opportunity to, to, to present this. And it's just purely, simply as a creative artist. You know, I, I don't do this, and I never did it because of like, oh, I'm, I'm advancing uh, my um, earnings per year. You know, like the country of Bhutan, they laugh at that, right? No, 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 no. We want people to be happy. And so, right. you know, people, my mom would like, well, how much money are you making? How much are they paying you for this? And, and, and my other, you know, very, you know, um, d- d- career-driven friends are like, well, how, how are you monetizing this? You know, for me, I'm like, you know, you miss it. I'm an artist. Yes, you know, I do business, and, and I've always created and built business, but first and foremost, my expression is the creative. And so, um, and, and where you and I met became one of these expressions of my creative um, uh, approach. And this Win Within Sangha South Central project came upon where I had an opportunity to take a unused 7,000 uh, square foot space, and it later became, after a year and a half, we took over the bottom space, and we took over the whole building. And that's when you came and saw it. And, you know, I applied the logic of how communities form organically. And I was able to create this vehicle, this operating um, organization that, as a residual, as a yield, provided a social impact. That was art. And I was the creative director. And we did that for three years. And I was able to use that as a platform to share and teach these methodologies that I'm sharing with you. And so you came to LA after meeting at South by Southwest year one, that was 2013, 2014 was the first South by Southwest showcase. And you came... to I came, the, the you I, you came to after hearing about this project in South Central and you know it's it's a monolith man it's a huge warehouse Broadway Manchester and you came at a event where we were the uh, organization that was curating the um, sustainability uh, conference uh, called the Ascent Expo and. Uh, uh, we had participants and, and collaborators and supporters from, you know, Hemp Incorporated to um, sustainable uh, technologies and you know, everything related to conscious capitalism and social uh, uh, good business. And we were the, um, the tech um, section of this business conscious uh, convention at the LA Convention Center. It was, you know, a pretty nice stage, you know, pretty nice platform for this South Central group. And I was asked to curate this tech experience. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the whole gumption of what I do and in the cornerstone of what health is, is self-empowerment. You know, it is how are we healthy enough on our own accord to be able to help our families, to help our community, the individual and their own health. And that's why we appreciate this uh, vessel that we have here, Strom, of discussing nutrition and discovering individual journey to uplift themselves is because when an individual is healthy, the community is healthy. And there is fact and statistical data that shows when a community is healthy, it thrives. The cost is reduced in 
what is traditionally uh, looked upon as poverty. Those, those items are reduced when a community is healthy. That's fact. So this is within me something that was always in, in, embedded and impressed in me because of my mother, you know, coming from Thailand, you know, and the conditions that I was in the early 70s where you had to fend for yourself. You know, you didn't have insurance money, you know, because you didn't even have money, you know, so it's health. And so, you know, you would grow your own vegetables when you were, you know, out in the boondogs in Thailand, you know, and you were healthy and you had no choice to do it. So, you know, we, we were strong, able to create something really amazing and beautiful at this South central, um, uh, vessel that has an, had an amazing, uh, uh, network and family of artists that from, uh, music producers to, uh, videographers to dancers and what is in common with all that is self-expression and an ability to do so is self-empowerment. And so I, I, I was able to create this unique theme and, and um, uh, um, mission that gravitated everybody and... You know, were I think a, for, uh, for me, the experience that I had in it with you, for one, I want to commend you on the fact that, you know, everybody comes to this conclusion eventually. You, you understand that some of the greatest feelings that you're, you've ever felt in your life were moments of giving, moments of service, moments of sharing. And the fact that you were an artist, that you are an artist, and that you understand the digital paradigm, and that you were able to take this template and apply it offline, like you said, and you were doing your art in service of others. You were connecting things. You were you were you were in the process of service. You were showing people things. You were changing people's thoughts. There was an energy of openness, and I, I can I can honestly say that I'm very glad that. I was able to see it because, you know, the story goes when I, he invited me to LA, he's like, you got to come here. It's in South Central, da, da, da. And he's like, you know, come on out. And I'm like, okay, we're coming out. And at the time I was a manager for a musician and we were going there for a gig. And so I was going to stop by and he's from LA, the musician is. And so I was like, okay, we're going to go. And the first time I go there, we go to South Central. And it's like 5.30 in the afternoon. And I'm telling you right now, when you go to some place with somebody who's lived there and they tell you that it's a bad neighborhood or they tell you, you know, we, we got to leave here because he had remembered it maybe in the 80s or the early 90s. And, you know, he had fear. It was paralyzing him. So... Instead of me seeing 10 and seeing it the first time, I ended up leaving. But I came back, you know, a little while later, I came out to Venice and hung out with them and, and we shared some time together. And to experience it, this building was a gigantic, what was it, three, three four stories? It was, Ten? yeah, it was three, three stories. Wasn't um, there like an I mean, it was three stairs to get like up. looked all um, the way? Yeah, it was three, three levels, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I go into this building and this is all this is made out of wood. It looks like something that you'd see like a like an old movie theater from the 20s or 30s. I mean, very 
ornate outside the building and the windows. It was, it was it not. Was, it, it was a. It was uh, granite. It was a building in like the um, uh, late eighteen hundreds. It was a historic building. Really, and that old? it I was. It was in the area of South Central, and during the time it was built, it was the heyday. It was Broadway, you know. And I, I believe it was the area town where, you know, people will come and, and have a good time and, you know, accelerate fast forward. Now you're in the uh, area of town in the eighties. And this is where the inspired movie, you know, um, boys in the hood, um, the gang bloods and the crips, the um, straight out of content. That was real. You know, the, um, uh, fires and the LA riots outside our building. You could see other buildings that had remnants of the fire. They were charred. And to that story is some truth of what you said about um, having fear, that initial drive that other artists had, because there was a time when he did live there. That was the war zone. And you, as I said, could see this, these markings, you could see the uh, charred, uh, and the broken windows that were, you know, we had one across the street from us um, that was that way. And then uh, adjacent to us, which became a, a, uh, a Vic story of Victor, is that a, a, a lot, it was like a 10, uh, uh, 50,000 square foot um, abandoned parking lot uh, or just a lot. And it had dangerous debris. It had trash and we, our art team cleaned that up in the spirit of a art garden. And so, yeah, in the eighties, that was just, you know, some ugly stuff. And when we did the project initially, when I saw the building and I saw the inspiration of what it was to become, and it immediately said to me, this is a, uh, a musical, a inspiration to create sound to create music and it's a beautiful venue it reminded me when i walked into this space antones in austin texas right. the the, yeah. the old antones on on fifth and well, and, and lavaca and if anybody's no, no. ever been to austin you know they they know the power of music and antones history there but the difference was that the stage was gonna it was correct you know antones the stage was kind of sideways it was weird it like made a short so anyway i saw this yeah. venue and ten, I was like, wow, ten. this is Antone's, and I'm going to bring it. And I just ten. felt, and the energy of the space, I felt it. You know, I felt the <laughs> legacy hey. of spirits hey, before. Ten, ten. We got to go to a commercial break. As soon as we get back, we'll continue the story. I appreciate it, brother. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, man. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. What makes you a success? Is it your business or career? Is it your family and social life? How do you achieve the next level in your success? Tune in to Infinite Success Radio with host Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Rachel and her amazing guests are here to encourage, inspire, and empower you to take control of your destiny and achieve the level of success you were born to reach. How do ordinary people become extraordinary? Find out with Infinite Success Radio, broadcasting live every Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're ready for big changes in less than one month's time, 
You're ready to tune in for Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. It's where healing meets the law of attraction in an engaging package. You'll hear from guests and callers as they share their stories, offer solutions to life's challenges, and much more. With Dr. Mary's approach, even a child could effectively learn and apply the concepts discussed on each week's show. Listen live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Don't you just wish sometimes that life could come with a do-over button? We'd probably use it a lot more than we think. What if there was one do-over button you could use each week? Make that place the Voice America Empowerment Channel for Code to Grace, the empowered women's guide to life with host Marilyn Mosier. Marilyn and her guests will help you find the key to break free from the chains of your life and start anew. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to To Win Within. To reach Strom Thomason or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to stromsworld at yahoo.com. Now back to this week's show. Okay, we were, um, we, were, we were in LA when we left and we were talking about... Um, the building and my, my experience from being there and what Tin was doing. But the way that I experienced it was really unique. The first time I went there, you know, it was that seeing boys in the hood and thinking that was going down and then, you know, all kinds of riots, all kinds of, like I was nervous. Um, the guy that I was with, the musician was like, listen, you know, you're a, a, a tall white guy wearing cowboy boots and jeans. This is not the area you want to be in. So I ended up leaving that time. But the next time I came back and I was invited, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. Because Tin was really, he wanted to show what his expression was. He wanted to show how he was giving back to the community. And it, and it was just, it was really important for him to be able to share it with me. And I didn't get that opportunity. So he expressed himself at that time about how disappointed he was. And so the next time I went back to L.A., I made sure that I was going to go. And um, when I first went, I, I got off the plane and I got a hotel room and it, I was in Venice Beach. And I drive over the next morning to go to the place. And, um, you know, he's he's not up. They had been out last night and doing stuff and just, you know, staying up later. L.A. time is totally different than anywhere else. It's like Vegas. And so 
I I decide to go down to Roscoe's Chicken, which that's what it is, right? Roscoe's Chicken. That's it. Okay, so I go into this place and I'm again I'm in jeans, cowboy boots, and from Texas, and I'm six five and two hundred fifty pounds, so it's like hard to ignore. And I mean, it was literally walking in, every single person looked at me up and down and looked at me. I was just in a different area that the, you wouldn't just normally see somebody just going. And it was the most amazing food. And I didn't even really know how much of a landmark it was at the time. And 10, you know, I call him up and, and he comes down and he's on a skateboard and we're hanging out in there and we go back and I spend the day there and it was extraordinary how not having any of that fear and being open and not being judgmental, just being, just experiencing it without any prejudgment, everybody. I mean, I had some people ask me, you know, what are you doing here? And, you know, what's going on? And, hey, how's it going? Man, you're tall. And, you know, they, they, they just connected with me. They were open. They connected with me. And everybody was nice and this building had an energy. I mean, a positive energy. The people that were there, the people we talked to. I mean, there were so many young minds that were around that we were talking to, that we were expressing this, that got it. They understood it. They were expressing their service, expressing their art in whatever form or manner. And it really opened my eyes to how much of your life is dictated by your thoughts and your energy. Because I was in fear, if I would have stayed in that place, I never would have been able to experience this and even experience the community. It was, it was extraordinary. And that was, that was probably a pivotal point in my life where everything I'd always known that it didn't matter what your skin color was or what language you spoke or how tall you were, or how much money you had, none of those things mattered. It was about your thoughts. It was about how you were open and everybody is connected. And so I, I, that perspective and that understanding and that experience I had, and I did it without fear. And it was extraordinary to see what my, my friend had created and how it was serving him by serving others. You know, you talk about the monetary man, money is a tool that gives you options. That's it. Your happiness will not come from it. So he found a way to be in service and to share and to care with other people. And they felt it. And it literally your energy can change people's lives, can open them up to feeling connected. I mean, Tim, it was, it was extraordinary. I appreciate it. it. It brought us closer. It's put us on this path and this journey. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. Thank you. That you, you had no fear in doing that. That, well, like, there was no um, fear in like doing that as far as like you just you kept going forward no matter what. Well, well, let let's um, everybody can do this. So let me just drop this. Okay, so I love what you said. Your energy changes people's lives. That is right. it. And you had this energy the first time where it was structured and had a vision of what was expressed 
and the paradigm before uh, chaos, violence, and same situation, uh, same location, same person is still strong, the character, but the outcome is different the second time around because your energy changed people's lives. You, your experience had a tremendous contrast. I, you know, f- first of all, when um, you didn't visit the first time, it was, um, um, it was deflating because you were somebody that understood the philosophy. So let's take a, a gear and in martial arts, you have different philosophies. And then after the philosophy is your method. So you and I had the philosophy. I'm like, dude, this guy gets it. And, you know, you're doing your creative, you know, gumption. And, you know, then it was, okay, let me show you my method. Now you, we spoke about it. Let me show you the product of the method. So that's what it was more than anything else. It was to be able to allow this understanding based on this is my philosophy, the dynamic of viral disease and being able to use the, what I laid in the digital down to social. You were like, dude, I get it. I understand your philosophy. And for you to come and see how that method to yield that outcome, that's what was important to me because I want everybody to be able to do this. And so when you came and you saw it, you're like, oh, okay, I, I see what you're doing. Yeah, it became like known to me. Time when the grandmasters would come from the mountains and it's only one time every 500 years these guys would come and show what they've been working on. This is knowledge base. This is data pool being provided. And that's what, as warriors, what you and I do. And the power of a creative and power of an artist, we allow and we humble ourselves to other creatives because they have their own path. They, they see their own light. And I was so excited that, yes, the um, second time that you came and, you know, you were um, uh, uh, going down having breakfast over at Roscoe's, just is like, you know, a street down, which is, you know, when you come to L.A., if you Google the top things to do in, in L.A., Roscoe's is one of them. And it happens to be right by the art space. And it also happened to be right by some needs of beautifying love. And you're right. Your energy changes people's lives. And so in this space of the art warehouse or this warehouse that became what I dictated to be art, the energy of that changes people's lives. Because the energy of the people that were going into that space, as you said, were creative, were Artistic. We were going there to create. We're artists. We're doing music. We're doing painting. And so the neighborhood, by effect, that would never see a tall country guy with boots in that neighborhood (laughs) was now able to be loved and loved upon and loved too because they knew that, wow, this guy is bringing beautiful, glowing energy. And I know that neighborhood, when they see a film crew coming into that space that was doing a music video or band, these are really good looking people. And then a couple of years, you know, they started um, taping for straight out of Compton. And I know that anybody would have a film crew show up in their neighborhood would make them feel good that, man, my neighborhood has a film project and an art project in my neighborhood because I live in a cool neighborhood. That's fact. Yeah. And that's what absolutely. we were seeing. 
we were seeing that little taqueria like glowing and happy. Like, yeah, man, we're next door to this really cool place. And all these people with colorful hair and beautiful people coming in and out. And they bought my tacos. You know, <laughs> that was the side effect. Right. And you were a part of that experience when you went down and you had Roscoe's and I showed up in my skateboard and I'm like, Hey brother, good to see you. <laughs> Everybody in that room was like, Oh, who are those guys? You know, yeah. we're colorful. Yeah, absolutely. We're inspired. And from the words of, of Wayne Dyer, the power of intention is there is within us. Your energy changes people's lives. And that's what in, in reality, you walk away from this radio show, you, you know, walk away with anything, realize whether you're in South Central where it was war-torn and gang-ridden, you can resurrect and make beautiful again and create amazing things anywhere because your energy changes people's lives. And so, you know, for me, it was the ability for you to see on a vehicle, on a real social impact in a place of service where this can be modeled, you know, where this can be incorporated. And you understand it, you know, it's like I see another warrior in you that's like, oh, this guy knows weapons. This guy knows right. the power of, of, of internal yeah. source, spirit, life force, you know? And so let me share, because I know um, uh, I, I am my brother's keeper, you know, and I got to give and I got to serve because that's what I need when I'm going to be needing and, and, and I'm, I'm seeking help. So... You know, in, in the universal um, um, love that is, you know, I was able to find you and share and you were able to open your heart and, and, and you know, um, uh, have joy in, you know, the, the things that I, you know, put out there. You know, how much fun it has it been to go to my showcase? How much fun has it been to, you know, to be part of your love expression in this show? You know, how much right. fun it is because people will put a dollar amount to having an experience. You know, and the thing with you and I, we know as, as artists, to express your art is the experience. <laughs> yes, sir. It is absolutely, it comes from a place of love and it is, you know, it's like it can't be contained. It's that little light of yours and you're going to let it shine. I mean, like it is beaming out and you want to share it and you want to expand on it. And the journey is endless until you pass on and your, your spirit stops having this particular human experience. I mean, that's what it's all about, understanding that we're connected and loving and being in service of one another, whatever way that is, you know, and on that, you know, we're coming up to the close of the show. I think we've had another fantastic show. Um, I've really, really enjoyed having all the listeners, whoever's listening, to be able to get to know you more and get to understand you more. I think it helps. I think it's, I think it helps to see people living this life and and for all of you out there explore this and try to live this life and when we come back next week we will continue to do this expansion we will continue to share our stories so have a great week Tim. i'll talk to you later my friend thank you have a good one and we'll see you next week thank you for joining us for to win within be sure to join Strom Thomason for another edition next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next show, have an even better week.